This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing as of July 31st. The American Medical Association, the American Hospital Association, AHIP, and the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association are joining forces and are urging CMS not to move forward with implementing electronic transaction standards for claims attachments during prior authorization, which they say would create costly burdens across the healthcare industry. In a July 27th letter to CMS Administrator Chiquita brooks Lashure, the four organizations wrote that while they appreciate the agency's work to reform prior authorization processes, quote, conflicting regulatory proposals would cause widespread confusion and greatly increase expenses for providers and payers needing to comply with two sets of proposed standards. The groups noted that there have been major developments in prior authorization technology and regulations in recent years, including a CMS rule proposed December 6 that would require federally regulated health plans to offer HL7 and FIRE-based application programming interfaces to support electronic prior authorization. In contrast, a CMS rule proposed December 19th would require a combination of both X12 and HL7 standards and apply to all health plans under HIPAA. The group said, quote, we are concerned by the conflicting provisions of these rules that would establish two different sets of standards and corresponding workflows to complete the prior authorization process, depending on the type of health plan. Moreover, for federally regulated plans, this would require crosswalking the two standards for no discernible benefit. The groups concluded saying, for these reasons, our organizations strongly advise against adoption of standards for prior authorization attachments as proposed in this rule. Olsentine recorded a $1.1 billion in net income in the second quarter of 2023 after recording a $172 million loss over the same period last year. That's according to the company's earnings report published July 28th. Total revenues for the quarter ending June 30th were $37.6 billion, up from $35.9 billion over the same period last year. As of June 30th, Centene's total membership is 28.4 million people. Total Medicaid membership is 16 million, commercial marketplace membership is 3.3 million, and total commercial membership is 3.7 million, up from 2.5 million. Centene's medical loss ratio was 87% in the second quarter and 86.7% over the same period last year. Days claims payable was 52 days, and the company raised its year-end adjusted EPS guidance to $6.45. On an earnings call, CEO Sarah London told investors that the company could end 2023 with no four-star rated Medicare Advantage contracts. It has been working to improve its Medicare star ratings plans. The percentage of Centene members with four-star or higher plans dropped from 48% to 3% in 2022. Variability in cut points from CMS means Centene's single four-star Medicare Advantage contracts rating could drop this year. Ms. London said that while this is disappointing, we do expect to see meaningful movement in our three and three and a half star bands in October, and roughly two thirds of our members are in plans showing year over year improvement. The company had previously looked to have 20% of its membership in four star contracts for 2024. Insurers, of course, receive bonus payments from CMS for contracts rated four stars and above. Centene received $233 million in bonus payments last year. Ms. London said the company is shifting its strategy to focus on maximizing the number of members in contracts rated three and a half stars and above as the company is focused on serving members duly eligible for Medicare and Medicaid. Though three and a half star rated plans do not receive quality bonus payments, there is a three to six percent revenue boost when plans move from three to three and a half stars. 
Other payers in the industry have also struggled recently to maintain high star ratings among their Medicare Advantage plans. CVS Health is expecting a $1 billion decline in revenue next year as the number of its members in four-star contracts has dropped significantly. Well, Cigna Healthcare is pushing back on reporting from ProPublica and a lawsuit in California that accused the payer of denying large batches of members' claims without individual review, thereby denying them coverage for certain services. In March, ProPublica first reported that Cigna may be violating state laws by allowing its medical directors to deny large batches of claims without reviewing members' files through an automated claims review process called PXDX. The report said that Cigna physicians denied more than 300,000 claims over two months last year through the system, which equates to 1.2 seconds of review per claim on average. Following that report, state insurance commissioners and federal lawmakers raised concerns and requested more information from Cigna about its claims review process, with some openly calling for an investigation. On July 24th, two Cigna members filed a class action complaint in California, alleging the company denied coverage for services using the PXDX tool described in ProPublica's report. On July 27th, Cigna published additional information on its website about its claims review process in an effort to clarify how the company reviews and processes members' claims. The company said, quote, a recent media story riddled with factual errors and gross mischaracterizations may lead to a misunderstanding and distorted view of a simple process used by Cigna and other health insurers to expedite payments to physicians and other providers. And finally, Blue Shield of California and Microsoft are partnering on a cloud ecosystem that will integrate disparate sources of member data in a consolidated near real-time format. Through that collaboration, the organizations are building a new integrated data and analytics hub called Blue Shield's Experience Cube, which will run on the Microsoft Azure cloud platform. The payer said it is looking to get greater insights into its 4.8 million members' health data to create more personalized services and access to quality care, along with closing care gaps. The first use of the Experience Cube will create a digital health record that includes a member's health conditions, lab results, medications, ER visits, utilization, plan coverage, and other details. That information will then be used to facilitate better care coordination with providers, members, and Blue Shield care managers looking to address social determinants. The partnership also aims to address the technological challenges that exist to process and analyze massive amounts of data. Through Azure, the payer can process billions of transactions in a few short weeks compared to the months it would take using legacy systems. Blue Shield noted that it was able to deploy a new healthcare system into its cloud system nine months faster than before, and complex transaction processing took 90 minutes compared to the previous 70 hours. If you'd like the latest healthcare and insurance news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.